everyone. Welcome to our very first episode of Hope, Home, and Health in the Texas Hill Country. I'm sitting here with my beautiful, amazing, extraordinary wife. Her name is Jessica. <laughs> uh, excited to get started with us. So, Jess, um, this is our very first podcast together. We're like trying not to stare each other in the eyes right now because we just <laughs> keep laughing at each other when we do. Um, but we're excited. We've been talking about doing this for how many years? Years. years. Right. And so tell kind of the listeners that are tuning in, like, why why a podcast? Why why did we want to do this? And maybe, like, what's the purpose of this podcast for us? I think, like, earlier on when we started having these conversations, we were like, gosh, wouldn't it be cool to have, like, a video log or an audio log of some sort for our kids just to be able to document, like, the different seasons that we're in, the lessons that we're learning, the conversations that we're having, funny stories, all the things. Um, you know, it would have been cool had we had something like this from our parents. And so the thought to be able to gift this to our kids, that's kind of where this idea was birthed from. Um, we also enjoy having conversations after church sermons, after life group meetings. I mean, you're home, you're home all the time. I'm home, homeschooling, you work from home. So like, we're together 24-7, and I just feel like sharing our conversations, our dreams, what we're learning, it's just cool. I think it's cool to share. So, yeah, here we are with you doing 400-plus podcasts in your professional career, <laughs> and this is my first. So, And then also, like you said, not making eye contact so we don't have to, like, delete this and do it 10 different times. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're going to try, try for one take on this one here. And so... Well, so yeah, so that's kind of the the purpose or the vision. Um, I believe that uh, we want to share is just kind of our experience, um, documenting what we're doing, how we're doing it, why we're doing it, and as the title of the podcast um, explains, Hope Home Health. I mean, those are kind of the big, like family pillars that we have established in our home of five. And, and maybe before I go too much further. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you specifically, tell listeners about our kiddos and our family and just kind of what that looks like. Yeah, so I'm in my 30s and then I've got three kiddos, I'm an almost eight-year-old and then six-year-old tornado twins who um, blow through our life like nobody's business. They're literally <laughs> firecrackers. Yep. Um, we homeschool, so we've been homeschooling for a few years. Um, you and I were both um, have entrepreneur spirits. And so, um, that works really well together <laughs> sometimes, but it also collides <laughs> sometimes. Um, so yeah, just doing the homeschool thing, um, hitting the gas when we can in life, but also pumping the, gra the gas when we have to with life. Um, yeah. Why do I feel like there's so much more I need to say, but I can't quite get the word out. <laughs> it, I don't know. <laughs> it'll come to you after the podcast. Yeah. That's usually how this works. And so, yeah. well, so we've been married for going on uh, our 11th year now, and we've got a, a beautiful story. We met when we were, gosh, I was 13, you were 14. Mm -hmm. And we kind of did that thing where, um, like when it, when you're that age, you just kind of like, you got your group of guy friends and then there's this like another, like 
group of girlfriends and then those two groups just kind of hang out together and back when we were growing up we would go to movies and bowling alleys and all that good fun stuff and you just kind of like intermingled and dated all of them like you just kind of like made your rounds across the board so and so is dating so and so then so and so is dating so and so and that's kind of what happened to us and we landed on each other uh and you say we landed on each other my mother told me one time in the kitchen <laughs> she looked at me dead in the eyes and was like you need to tell that boy you like him before someone else nabs him up oh yeah and yeah <laughs> yeah so that's listen to your mamas that's the psa <laughs> there you go there you go and so we landed on each other and um next thing we knew we just we clicked and we stuck together and I grew up in kind of a rough household and rough situation, and there's a lot of uh, substance abuse and alcohol abuse and depression, mental illness. I mean, it was it was pretty bumpy, and you were just this like rock in my life as a teenager. And your family showed me really kind of what um, you know, for the most part, a healthy family kind of looked like. And y'all were just this um, the saving grace for me. I think that God had intertwined our our stories just at the right time and um you know after that it was kind of kind of history like we stayed together um all through junior high all through high school you know we didn't break up or anything like that and he's um, like super coy about that because he was the cool guy growing up he was like sports athlete vp and all these things and i was the introvert like quiet i mean i, I did drill team but like I was super quiet, kept to myself, kept my nose down, did my work. And so, like, he says all those things about me, but, like, he was my rock mm. in terms of, like, he was my person. Mm. So Well, we were each other's persons, <laughs> and we just kind of stayed that way. <laughs> yeah, 20-plus years later. Yeah, literally. And, uh, yeah, when we hit um, kind of college decision, and, and I had kind of – I hurt my neck playing football. Like she said, I, I had kind of – I was just the football guy in high school. I was dependent upon, you know, if someone had asked me, hey, or where are you going to go to college? I would have said, nah, I don't know, whoever's going to let me walk on and play some football. I, wouldn't good, I wasn't good enough to necessarily go get a scholarship or do anything fancy or anything big, but I was good enough to play somewhere and do something at, at a small college. And that was just kind of the, the mindset. Didn't have a lot of goals, didn't have a lot of vision and uh, hurt my neck and then decided I was going to um, pursue maybe the military. And as I was talking with Jessica about that, she's like, you know, hey, that's that's great. And I support you. But, you know, if you go military, I go college. Like, I just don't know. I just don't know what that means. And so I think I made a pretty uh, half decent decision. I'd say probably one of the better yeah. decisions. And I chased that beautiful woman yeah. off to college. Yeah, he followed me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And we went to JUCO for a few years and kept dating. And then uh, she said, hey, I'm going to Texas A&M. And I said, well, that sounds smart, and uh, maybe I'll try to do that too. And sure enough, applied and uh, actually beat her in by a semester, which I'm yeah, quite proud figure. of. <laughs> yeah, go figure. The one time you beat me, let's just, yeah. Yeah, and uh, chased her off to Texas A&M and proposed her senior year and uh, did that at, what do they call it, the Century Tree? Oh, yeah. Uh, on Texas A&M mm. campus. So she got to rock mm. her, her ring uh, her senior year and... Uh, yeah, after that, you know, we found some great, great jobs out here in College Station, Texas, and spent about ten years in College Station, Texas, and started our family there. And um, uh, as Jessica mentioned, Tinley is eight years old. You'll hear us use her name. Tinley is eight, and the twins, Sadie and Dax, uh, one boy, one girl, um, and they are everything Jessica <laughs> described. Like tornadoes is that's just not even that that's an understatement. Yeah. Uh, they are full of fire and life. And boy, uh, it has been an interesting challenge raising them. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and we're I, just getting started. We're just getting like, started. Really. Yeah, we really are. And so I think that'll be part of some of the things we want to share in uh, in this podcast as well is you know what parenting struggles we're going through because we're just like we don't have anything figured out. Like no. we we love Jesus and we are trained trying to raise our family in such a way that they will chase after and pursue Him and have, um, you know, quote unquote, you know, successful as they define it lives and that they will be, um, good productive members of our family and society and, you know, um, be able to raise up their own families one day. And so we hold true to those values and, you know, we're just trying to, trying to do it right. We ask a lot of questions to, for the people that are around us. Um, we seek wisdom and we ask a lot of questions. And so being able to share, some of those things that we've learned and um, is really a joy for us. And if anyone gets some sort of helpful tidbit out of that, I mean, isn't that the purpose really? Yeah. Um, even if it's just, like we said, if it's just our kids or, you know, the listeners out there, whoever, um, being able to share what we're coming across, what's working, what's not working. Maybe you can laugh with us. Maybe you can cry with us. <laughs> <laughs> however, however the story falls. Um, I feel like that's our heart and heart in this really. Yeah, totally. So let's get into like, just real quick. We're not going to spend the whole time talking about ourselves, promise. But like, let's, okay. What are some like fun quirks about you? Just so like people kind of get a little bit more to know. I mean, you can start with me if you want. You can, you can make fun of me real quick if you want. But like, what are, what are some of like the, the fun quirks uh, so maybe some of your hangups so um, yeah, people can kind of get a little bit more knowledge on kind of who they're listening to right now. Yeah, um, I would I would classify myself as a hard worker. Um, I type have a. a yeah, I have a type A perfectionist bend to me that I <laughs> am having to work through and I seek counseling for literally. <laughs> um, and so meshing that with motherhood and raising kids has been a big challenge for me and kind of unwinding that with, you know, God's truth has been, yeah, I'm, I'm figuring that out as I go. Um, so I would say that would be a hang up. Some of my quirks, not many people, I would say, understand my humor. You are one of the few. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I like to think that I'm funny. Um, you are funny. Yeah, I, I I tend to be an introvert, so like in big settings, I I don't make eye contact very well. But mm-hmm. in an intimate conversation, if you and I were sitting across the table having a cup of coffee, I could tell you all of the nitty gritty and don't have any fear sharing like my vulnerable stories. Um, so yeah, maybe that's why I've been interested in doing this podcast. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit more of a comfortable setting for me. Um, yeah, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I, my sweet spot is like nine hours of sleep, which makes me sound super high maintenance. But yeah, not a morning person. Um, I love learning to um, cook new things. I love learning about food. Um, I feel like I've got an interesting health story, which is probably a podcast for another day. But mm-hmm. my health journey has been um, bumpy and um, I've had to explore and re-educate myself a ton in terms of food and health and fitness and all those things. Um, Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I have an entrepreneur um, spirit. My, I would say if you were like, Jessica, what's your passion? Um, I love the holidays. um, And I was able to turn that into a 
really successful six-figure business there for about eight years Mm -hmm. a while ago and ironically at the peak of my business god asked me to set it down and i did for my family and that was really 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 hard um had to pray through that a ton and honestly i'm praying about it now what a relaunch might look like but that's a story for Mm -hmm. another day too Um, but i definitely have a spirit for growing and making an impact and meshing that with my (laughs) holiday madness style and she's being she's being humble um she really created a phenomenal uh, phenomenal business. She wasn't just hanging lights for people. Um, she was decorating, you know, luxury hotels and all sorts of mansions and really fancy, fancy, you know, incredible places um, for Christmas. So she was doing all the think of like interior design, but just for the holidays. Um, and that included some light work, but but mostly it was the trees, the decor, the themes, all of that. And you were incredibly successful. And it was such an intense moment when you decided to hey i think it's time for me to to push pause on this to start pushing into our family and and raising our family up yeah it was it was god for sure um yeah yeah, it was god for sure but i did it yeah so that's it yeah and uh and myself um what would you say about me i'm I'm uh, I'm not I'm like the opposite of you. Yeah, you're social. You're uh, very I can easy be to social. you're very easy to talk to. <laughs> you're very well spoken. Entrepreneur spirit. Ten X. For sure. For sure. Um, you're the cool guy in the room. Um, I know you you humble too. Like you would never say that, but with the front row seat that I have, mm-hmm. I totally say you're the cool guy. <laughs> um, anything athletic, you gravitate to. You love. I do. No. You love anything fitness, athletic related. Yeah, um, yeah. Currently working through uh, jujitsu, and I spent a lot of time uh, in the bodybuilding world for I don't know seven years. Did four or five shows there. Um, jumped into the strongman world, and you know the big guys you see on ESPN lifting rocks. I uh, did some of that and got to compete at nationals and worlds and some high levels there, and uh, and then and moved on to jujitsu as yeah. my current passion and. Love to shoot my bow and uh, a big time hunter down yeah. here in Texas, but also really enjoy going out west and pursuing big game. Backpacking. Yeah, backpacking into the mountains, living off of my back for seven days and uh, pulling is, out elk meat fun, and that sort of thing. You, you're teaching yourself how to do that through a group of friends. Yeah. And we're hoping like all of this stuff um, like trickles down into our kids. So hopefully yeah. one day you'll. Yeah you'll be taking them out when they're old enough to hike the backwoods. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I think that's one wait. of the reasons why I say yes to his madness <laughs> most of My the time. five and seven day um, trips sometimes, yeah. Uh, in the middle and, of nowhere, so. And we put that meat to work. I mean, this past year we were able to harvest enough wild game that that's what we ate. Um, that's where, you know, 90% of all of our meat came from. Yeah. Uh, with the exception of some things like pork and that sort of thing, but and that goes deeper into kind of our our health health journey, health yeah. story. So, yeah. uh, by day I work with coaches and athletes. Um, good 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 friend of mine reached out to me uh, several five six years ago now and had kind of started a business and was uh, doing character development and leadership uh, at the high school level with uh, with student athletes, um, not just in football but across the board, all student athletes. 
And uh, and before that, I had kind of been in a career job. I've been there for ten a years. Solid career. Like, yeah, just kind of up career. Sure. Like good. Yeah, got to got to experience kind of the startup world when we when I got started with them. We were I was one of you know twenty people. We were doing seven million dollars a year in revenue, and you know um, it was just we were having fun. Uh, just a couple of couple of guys and gals um, in the in the supplement world, the diet the dietary supplement world, making sports nutrition products like protein powders and pre workouts and all that fun stuff and then uh, my buddy calls me and it kind of rocks our world and he tells me what he's doing and he was kind of picking my brain on some marketing ideas and business development ideas and I, uh, I threw out the comment um, because I was feeling at that time that uh, you know, I, I was praying through what the next phase looked like I had, I had felt like I'd reached a point in my career where I, I knew what to do I was being I was successful you know show up every day knew what to do to make um, make sales and do my job. And then I'd go home and, you know, ask kind of what's, what's next. And it was just kind of routine and it was just normal. And I'm not one to sit idly by and I struggle with yeah. idle hands yeah. for sure. And, uh, when my buddy called and said, Hey, I've got this idea. I made the comment, you know, Hey buddy, if, uh, if there was ever a time in which I could support my family, uh, you give me a call and you let me know, uh, helping you out, doing what you're doing. Because uh, as I mentioned and alluded to my journey growing up, like athletics was an outlet for me um, with a hard home life and parents that struggled with addiction and mental health. You know, I wanted to I wanted to jump in to athletics and I would get I would get all of that frustration and anger and disappointment and all the things I'd get all that out on the field. I'd go hit people. I'd lift weights. I would I mean, there was times I'd lift weights after football practice in the hundred and five degree heat down here in Texas just to just to avoid having to go home that night. And it was it was really just an outlet. And so I told him if I could give back to that community, if I could give back to athletics, you know, you let me know because um, I'm I'd be all in on serving those those people, coaches and athletes. Y'all, he called two weeks and, later. Yeah. He was like, "Bro, I have this idea." <laughs> and Colton left his job like with the snap of a finger. Well, and we had yeah. like three three kids under the age of two. So like, you want to talk about that, a leap of faith and, and that, God answering? Yeah, there was a there's a big discernment process there, but it did happen fast it was and fast. I, t I came home, I talked to you about it after he called and said, hey man, I've got, you know, I've got like six months in the bank where I could maybe pay, you know, you, you and I, at least you, I could keep working. He, he could keep working for the church and, you know, um, you and I prayed about it and, you know, I just felt like God was saying like, giddy up and let's go. Yeah. I mean, and so then, we jumped. then it wasn't as scary of a jump. I think we were so sure that this was God's like moving hand in our lives like it wasn't a scary jump it, six years later when we looked back yeah. on it, we're like holy crap yeah we did that with three little kids yep. and like literally a yep. spit in a handshake yeah it was nuts um, it I mean, really was like granted we've locked arms with your buddy and his family and like y'all are, are doing incredible some people y'all yeah, are doing yeah. some things there's and, like, no one else in the world i would do it no with. like yeah. we wouldn't trust anybody else you know with such a thing yeah. but yeah Holy cow, looking back. And and God has honored that leap of faith, I feel like. And yeah. the company's been successful. And we serve, um, down here, we serve uh, over a 1,000 individual uh, schools now, six years later, um, with our athletic curriculum and character development and leadership curriculum. And so um, if you want to learn more about that, you can visit twowords.tv online and check that out. But um, but so, yeah. I so, need a homeschool plug. Homeschool.tv. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, I mean, we, I know. We'll create, you sound so we'll professional, and I'm like, 
Yo, homeschool. Girl, you you've got <laughs> you've got the you've got the hardest job of all of us. Staying home with these Preach. these kids that I mean, you should yeah. get you should get paid millions of dollars for that because that is. <laughs> That is a selfless and mm. sacrificial job, and that's mm. a hard one. And so, Thanks. but so okay, so that's I mean I think we talked about us enough. Let, let's talk about job, yeah. yeah. Let's let's talk about like okay. We we mentioned hope, home, health. Like that's the title of the podcast, and we mentioned that those are kind of some foundational things to you know our family and what we believe, what we're really hang, what we really hang our hat on. What what does hope mean? to our family. What does it mean to you, Jessica, when we when we talk about it? let's walk through each one of those for listeners so they can get a vibe of what we're gonna be talking about on this podcast. I think hope for me, I mean our daughter's middle name is hope. I mm-hmm. think it's like such a beautiful word. Mm-hmm. But hope for me is like looking to the future and knowing God's in the future and then in the present and in the past and just like applying all of that to our lessons today so that our hope for the future is founded in Jesus, it's founded in beauty, it's founded in peace, happiness, you know, all things. Um, so that's, yeah, that's hope for me. Like, I feel like I'm hopeful that the seeds that I plant today are going to harvest a huge, beautiful mm. um, feast for the future. You know, the seeds and mm. my children, the mm. seeds and my husband, I'm not perfect at, that, at any of these things. But, um, you know, I give it my, my dang best every mm. day, that's for sure. And so, like, the hope in the diligent work that I'm doing today and planting these seeds are going to harvest something really beautiful for the future. You know, that's hope for me. I love that. That is like, that's beautifully said. I don't know that I could. Colton has yet to make eye contact with me in this first podcast, by the way. Uh, yeah. I, I'm <laughs> going to start laughing if I do. I will. I will. Um, so yeah, hope for me. No, but like that, that's really incredibly and beautifully said. Um, the way you just put that and the way you described hope in the, past present and future was really cool and it's but it's too like hope is such a beautiful word i feel like the application of it is not cute either like half the time i'm crying (laughs) i'm disciplining (laughs) half the time i'm insecure when you and i are having a tough conversation you know but like at the end of the day my faith lies in god in a bigger picture and so like whether it's cute pretty Mm. ugly hard or whatever it's it's where I'm standing strong in. So yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, the the only thing I might uh, toss in there as well um, is the way in which um, we we work to surrender the outcomes. Um, mm. That in every every moment, our faith is that God is working through that moment. Hard, difficult. You know, you you and I have had some really hard moments in our marriage. Yeah. And again, that's a podcast for a later date. Um, but there was there was some some really hard times and moments in our marriage, and there continues to be hard times with our kiddos and trying to find the right path. And um, the the baseline, the foundation for us is always going to be built off of. You know what is God doing in this moment, and what is He? Where is He calling us? What is He calling us to do? And uh, and then surrendering the outcome, Which knowing is that so hard. Oh my goodness, it's incredibly hard, and we've had to walk through how to surrender uh, finances, and you know our our children, and you know um, all sorts of stuff. I mean, it's yeah. it's a difficult process, you're, and you're better at it than I am. Back to like who we are as people. If you're getting to know us, um, Colton's definitely much more patient and methodical and um 
can let things go, I white knuckle a ton of stuff. So I mm. think like for God to have placed us together when he did, really we complement each other in some 100%. of this. And so like as we do learn to surrender, um, we're kind of going along hand in hand through this, like yeah. complementing each other through the process. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. And so what about home? Like what, is, what does home mean to us? refuge for refuge. me i want it to be like a safe space for my kids and for yeah. you calm um i think probably and you would probably agree with this like high level umbrella over everything home is freedom flexibility um being able to ebb and flow yeah um and really just going deep with our kids yeah um and so all things related going deep what does that look like yeah. homeschool you and I both working on our marriage so that our kids can witness that. Yeah, see um, something that's that's thriving. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Um, it's for us, I think the home is something that we prioritize and Jessica mentioned freedom and we've been um, given a, a beautiful blessing of, of having freedom in our lives. We've also worked really hard to help kind of create that. Yeah. We, uh, we've made hard choices. Financial decisions yeah. that, Sacrifices. you know, um, like when you talked about uh, letting go of our, um, or your Christmas business and stepping away from that in that moment, you know, that was a, that was a financial difference for us, yeah. but it was that in that moment, it was really clear for us that, you know, we needed to prioritize um, our family. And, you know, we, we shared kind of my upbringing, but it, it, you know, it rings true that we want to, we want to find the ways in which, um, on my family side that where we left things undone and, you know, things weren't good. Like there's, there's a, gen there's a generational trend in my family of alcoholism, addiction, struggle, you know, just, you know, mental struggle, mental illness, just a lot of, a lot of things. And, and you and I have kind of. In my, set our family, feet. my family was paycheck to paycheck. So you mesh mm -hmm. those two things together. Yeah. And, and we've, we've really set out to find a better way and, yeah. and to be, you know, um, it, it's cliche. It's used often, but chain breakers to break yeah, that, 100%. that chain and that cycle of, um, habitual sin or addiction and just struggle and try to find a way to which, you know, to, to chase after Jesus, and show our kids that uh, that creates a life of freedom that creates um uh it's not always going to be easy it's not always you know gonna just fall in your lap when you start chasing after jesus but it sure does bring about a sense of peace and it sure does yeah. deliver um joy in, in the end of it yeah. uh, sometimes through the struggle but um so keeping keeping our home centralized I, we want to talk about our marriage on this thing we want to get honest we yeah. want to get vulnerable we want to talk about you know the days in which we want to you know uh like i don't know send send our kids to cookie's house for a month you know yeah. Cook, cookie's grandma by the way <laughs> yeah. uh, uh jessica's grandma my folks aren't around anymore but uh so like we want to be honest when we're struggling with kiddos and you know we've gone through multiple different quote-unquote parenting styles you know to yeah. spank to not to spank to Gentle, gentleness gentle. no firm like when do we raise our voices do we ever raise our voices like we want to negotiate when do we talk through right when when, when what are the hills say? we're gonna die on yeah. you know all sorts of good stuff oh, lord we've been through it we have and uh, and we have got some uh, interesting funny 
tough stories. All <laughs> sorts of stuff. But, you know, the world and off, overuses this, but I, I would say that it, it sure as heck rings true is we've got some strong-willed kids. Yeah. We've And then we've also got a really sweet, loving little girl who's just kind of go with the flow and she just kind of um if she's not careful she'll get railroaded by the other kids so we have to do both we got to teach our kids to be strong when it's time to be strong and to stand up when it's time to stand up and to uh to be kind and to be patient and to learn patience at the same time too and so we've kind of got all sorts of stories so home in a nutshell (laughs) home in a nutshell jessica mentioned it too we homeschool and uh and that's been tough for for you yeah i had to like unschool myself because you and i both went to public school growing up and like that it took me a while to unwind Hmm. my public school background and i feel like i'm just now a few years deep getting a rhythm of the the freedom and the flexibility in that and it it is it's really beautiful but there are some days where i'm like Mm -hmm. dang send them to public school (laughs) send them to school (laughs) yeah it's not pretty every day but overall like the arching theme in it is i love being with my kids and i wouldn't have it any other way and like if i'm gonna go back to school and teach somebody this stuff like i would do it for my kids for them yeah yeah so yeah love it yeah. Well, we'll continue to expand on that as we go, but um, I think health is a big, yeah. a big topic to us. We we alluded to a few things earlier. Um, you know, my athletic background, um, I can my continued athleticism. You've or, lost or a, you've or, lost a hundred pounds twice in your life, so that's twice crazy. over. Second like, time it stuck, thankfully. Yeah, um, we we ate anything and everything growing up. Mm-hmm. Like we had no just typical like nineties kids. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. McDonald's was an option for dinner. Yeah, Taco Bell, the whole thing. I mean, I remember in high school after football games, you know, (sighs) you and I would go to Taco Bell at like 1130 at night and get like 10 tacos. I I remember going to Taco Bell and Whataburger. The thought of that makes me want to like gag (laughs) right now for the sake of... I mean, I still, I still like me some some Whataburger. So I don't know about gagging about it, but I I still, mm, I I still like me some Whataburger. But we've created... um, what I would say, like our health journey has been one where we first started identifying, you know, some challenges with gluten with our daughter. Um, we started noticing that um, she had pretty consistent eczema and some rashes. And um, when we started going down and we had tried, you know, through bodybuilding, like I knew what it was like to eat healthy to look a certain way, but not necessarily healthy to be healthy. Like that, yeah. th- that's a difference. Yeah. Like it's one thing to be eating to have a, a six pack it's another thing to be eating for your health and yeah. to be, li- you know, for longevity. Um, you know, we want to be here for a long time for our kiddos and we want to be healthy. Like I want to be, you mentioned earlier, I want to be taking our kids up in the mountains and, you know, um, being able to keep up in my fifties and yeah. in my sixties and mm-hmm. being able to still run around and hopefully with grandbabies and all sorts of stuff. And so, but we identified we were, you know, having some trouble with gluten with one of our kiddos. And so we started kind of going down the, the gluten free train and well and in conjunction with her health i would mm -hmm. in my 20s every once in a while would um have like these vomiting spells and i always thought it was just because i had a sensitive stomach and i never really gave it any thought i mean me growing up my family didn't really dig into um health they you know every once in a while they'd eat more chicken to diet, you know, quote unquote diet, lose mm-hmm. some weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, modern medicine is kind of where we lived. Like you had a sniffle, here's an antibiotic for that. Um, but not to 
not digging into eating healthy to help heal your body and have a healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so back to it, like I would have these um, vomiting spells, uh, you know, a few times a year thinking I had a sensitive stomach. Well, in towards the end in my 20s, they were getting more frequent. And then um, I, w- I would get I would get so sick, like violently sick that I would pass out. Um, and at, by that point, I was like, okay, I, I need to see a doctor because something's not right. Yeah. Um, but the doctors were telling me that everything was fine. My blood work looked fine. And no I'm like, no. Allergies. Or, like they didn't, they, yeah. they say you didn't have any gluten allergies or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and said I was fine. And so I was like, no, there is no way I am fine. If I am getting this sick over and over again, something's wrong. Um, so between dealing with my daughter's, um, rashes and her food sensitivities and then mine i was like i i need to i need to dig a little deeper here Hmm. so yeah and through that process we really embraced um kind of the paleo paleo style dieting uh, we did no gluten dairy we did did vegan for a little while we've tried it all yeah i mean we tried vegan we tried the vegan stuff and even me as which sounds so hypocritical and oxy like an oxymoron but like you know being a hunter but being a vegan for nine months prior to that, you know, that's just yeah. weird, you know? And yeah. so, but, but we tried it, we tried it all whole 30, all the things. Whole 30 multiple and, times. And I think what, I think the big gist of this is that, you know, we've tried a lot of things, but all of those things were these like time associated things. It was like, Hey, we're going to try this, you know, whole 30 for 30 days, or we're going to be carnivore this month, or we're going to go do this this month or whatever it is. And, that that was great, but I think what we finally settled into is something that we can be consistent with with our yeah. diet and our lifestyle. And in doing that, we've been able to share that with our kiddos. And we're not such you know you know health nuts that we prevent them from you know eating a cupcake every once in a while. No. But it's a but it's a rare thing, and we're teaching them portion control and when Healthy and how balance and, and to have a good relationship with food. I mean, we want them to that's enjoy well said. it when. Yeah. When they feel like the time is right and that their bodies are prepared for it, um, I I real I have because of my history, I have a deep fear of food now. Um, just for the sake of it, when I if I do come across something that affects me negatively, I I, I have a fear of it knocking me off my feet, and so and I don't want that for my kids. I want them to have a really really good confident relationship with food that they know what they're putting into their bodies they know what's helping them and that they're educated when they make a decision to not eat something um anyway so that's my purpose with health Um, it goes deeper than me i guess and and honestly like if if we can share that with some of our friends and community who's out there listening like i've learned so much from the people around us through food that Mm -hmm. i i want to share that um because i feel like it's not spoken enough um, honestly agreed totally and uh, I think that's the that's part of the big picture is we're not experts we're not no. authority in any way there's no. nothing nothing you know, professional here yeah nothing professional. <laughs> there's nothing that qualifies us to be speaking on the topic of health by any no. means but our journey has walked us through a lot of different yeah. things and and we found something that is working for is us. working for our family kind of that paleo style of dieting for our family so um, you've done an amazing job you know, relearning how to cook 
yeah, because yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, and because you know, you've got you've got all the paleo cookbooks and all the things, and so mm-hmm. uh, and then just going and walking and putting up with my nonsense the way that there were for a long time. I was bouncing between yeah. a low carb diet and then I was, I was cooking a, for all vegan. sorts of diet and yeah, it I was cooked all vegan over the place. for him while I was cooking for me and the kids separate at one point. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's how much I love this man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, we literally, you know, she jokes about it, the vegan stuff, but we we did the vegan stuff and then we did the carnivore. I did the carnivore stuff. Um, yeah, big swing. And so you know, we've experimented experimented with it all and we've re-educated ourselves um, on a lot of those things that are uh, a lot more like trendy versus things that are actually consistent with applicable to family (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so we'll be sharing as we go um that journey and there'll be times where we're talking through that and identifying that and some you know fun hacks that we found as a family to continue to eat healthy you know on the road we've we've vacationed for weeks on end um and maintained um yeah our, our healthy lifestyle and yep. you know exercise is important to us uh, you exercise really frequently and um i exercise uh you know four or five days a week lifting weights jujitsu yeah. all that good fun stuff and so we'll be sharing kind of some of that that journey and yeah. and really all that points back to like being good stewards like all these things point back to being good stewards of what god has gifted us and what um, he's provided for us and we want to we want to do that we want to be good stewards of our bodies of our health we want to teach our kids how to do that uh, we want to be good stewards of our kiddos that god has uh, put on loan you know they're his kids but he's given them to us for this period to raise and so you know uh, we want to be good stewards of of that privilege um, that it is that we recognize it, it is a privilege to be a parent right now and we're thankful for that and um and we want to continue to point back to him in all that we do and so yeah all right well we've been rolling for 37 minutes yeah Uh, he was like we got it he was like we gotta shoot for 15 minutes i was like at least 15 (laughs) or 20 but it just it kept rolling here we go yeah um well before we part ways uh is there anything that um you want to touch on or that we left out or you feel like would help the listeners get a bead on like why we're doing this what we're doing anything more about us or anything like that i think for me, I just, my my whole intent is I just want to pay it forward. Share mm. the love in all the ways. And so if that's to our kids 25 years from now who are listening to this, I love you. And I hope you get something from mm. listening to these different seasons that we're in. And that you're able to um, generationally pass it along. But if there's people in our community who are listening to this, um, hopefully it sparks some conversations in your home it makes you second guess something in a sweet way right um but it it like just has some gentle nudges that god can speak through our conversations here in this microphone into your families um you know my my biggest purpose i've told this to colton for years and years and years i don't i i don't really care what i'm doing as long as i'm making an impact um you know and if i can you know, reach across this mic and like give you one really big tight squeezed hug and be like, you got it. Hmm. Um, and that resonates with you and you're able to walk away with something that helps you be better Then that's kind of my, my intent, my heart in this. Um, again, like I said, whether it's my kids 25 years from now or a friend across this table, this mic. So, yeah, I love it. 
I love it. Um, and I, I think it's so beautiful that, um, like you have this like beautiful, beautiful heart, especially for women and mamas right now. Like just cause that's the season you're in right, right yeah. now. And, uh, and God has really put on me the, uh, the calling to lift up and call dads up and, and men up. Uh, I mean, the world needs more strong men in it right now too. And this, uh, exchange that we're going to continue to have and um, I think is, is going to be really fun. Um, yeah. We're going to have a balance of, of both of those things. You know, yeah. you're going to be talking to the mamas and the ladies sometimes and I'm going to be talking to the fellas sometimes and we're going to be, you know, uh, talking about everything from challenge, challenges with kiddos to, you know, recapping maybe some hunt stories. You know, maybe that can marry, <laughs> squeak say, some of those. I left, say those marriage and he said hunt. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, we do both. Hunt, marriage. So. I'll probably share um, some things that in my I ha- I see a counselor regularly, and I mm-hmm. love sharing those conversations and tidbits yeah. that I've learned, and um, sharing about food. Yeah, all the fun all, stuff, all of it. So, so. Mm-hmm. well, all right. Well, I love you. Guys, we love y'all. He Thanks for listening. Con- he made eye contact with me. <laughs> I've been making eye contact more than probably about the last ten minutes. Yeah, I've been making more. But we've been able to do this too. without giggling, giggling and snorting and all this stuff. So. By the way, you're like a natural on the mic. Way thanks. to go! Yeah, thanks. Way to be. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're gonna sign off. Uh, we're gonna shoot to do these at least maybe once a week is what we're gonna aim for, and uh, we have a standing date. Yeah, this uh, is our date time, actually. We're inviting you to, to double date us. There you go. Yeah, That's here it. you go. Okay, enough rambling. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you guys later on. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you all listening to the Hope, Home, and Health in the Hill Country podcast. Mm-hmm.